Howdy everybody out there, this is Big Beefin'. This is JP and I am one third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What you doing boy? We have a ride, bring us in Shane. Now you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... Where all of your wildest dreams come true. That's a good one, that's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins, you got to be smarter than fucking average bear. And I looked at him, I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking, I just left. <laughs> average bear, that's a, that's a yogi, yogi bear, right? Isn't that? He's that's funny. a yogi bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. But the, so That's bullshit. If, hey, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> That's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck, you never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat the drops. Let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> Shit my pants on the big leaf and Just enjoy the show. Mr. Black. Why are you just now getting dressed? <laughs> eh? I do what the fuck I want to do. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Is that is that right? Yeah, that's fucking right. Is it? You gonna go watch the uh, Joker this week? Uh, maybe I don't know. Uh, I guess we better do the intro thing since John's been doing it, and apparently that's the thing now. Uh, it's been a thing. He's been doing it for months. Yeah. Big beefing show, not the big beefing show. Well, uh, good evening, everybody. Welcome to that big beefing show. Uh, my name is, uh, is important. my name is uh, Shane, and I like to party. Uh, this is Aaron, and he definitely does not party. Do not party. I know for <laughs> a fact he doesn't party. Well, <laughs> yeah, I just watched uh, Shane's referencing Hot Rod. For those of you that don't. Get that movie reference. That's a movie starring Andy Samberg, Andy McBride, and uh, who's that other guy? Bill Hader? Hader, Jorma Taconian, McShane, Sissy Spacek. Yeah, those are supporting roles. Uh, so you, when you get these movies on Amazon Prime, um, they have trivia. And they tell you all kinds of interesting stuff. And well, where's that at? What what option is that? Amazon Prime. Yeah. What do you have to click on? You. Okay. So you have Amazon Prime on your phone or your computer? Oh no, I use it on my uh, my Roku. Yeah, you shouldn't. You got to have it on your phone or your PC. There's these tabs that'll come up and it'll go. How about how, how about you don't tell me how to live my life? How, how about that? I just told you. So. I, Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Bunch of losers. 
the, it's something that, you know, I've seen this movie 10 times and I've noticed it, but I never really cognitively or consciously thought about it. There's a scene where he's walking down the hallway carrying his laundry and he's in his underwear and he's singing a song. I do my laundry with no pants on. And then he knocks on his brother's door and he walks in and he's wearing pants. <laughs> oh. I guess they I, did that I have to go back and watch that now. Yeah, they're blue. He's I'm wearing, he's wearing just pants. For that. I'm going to watch it just for that part. So you got to skip way ahead. But it's, no, I'm, it's, I'm going to watch the whole thing, but I'm just going to be watching that part. That's kind of like that movie, uh, that movie with Will Smith and Gene Hackman. And the trailer kept saying, you have something they want. And like it was Gene Hackman just screaming over and over again, like all throughout the trailer. So like, yes. Yeah, I finally sat down to watch that movie once. And like, I guess when that part came, I wasn't fucking paying attention. And I, at the end of the movie, I was like, wait a minute. He, he never fucking yelled at him. He never said, you have something they want. Well, there's, there's trailers out there that do that. They, <laughs> they throw in a scene that's actually not in the movie. Yeah. Justice League had a big problem with that. Yeah. Like half the Justice League trailer was chopped out. Well, they ended up changing the whole movie, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, so when when so they had they had Zack Snyder, he did three hundred. That was his that was his big comic book breakout movie. Um, and I like three hundred. I thought it was good. But the reason why it worked for me is it followed very closely to the comic book. So, all right, so 300, he's good to go. Then he does The Watchmen, which audiences were split on The Watchmen. I, I really like the movie because, for the most part, it follows the comic book. A lot but, of nudity. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit over the top with the sexual stuff. but um, Yeah, that female has sex with, like, three of The Watchmen. Yeah, well, I mean, the Dr. Manhattan, he in the comic book, he ran around butt naked. Like, that happened a couple of times. Where you could see his like penis and everything, because he didn't, he got to the point where he didn't give a fuck anymore. Well, why and, would uh, he? He's a god figure. He can yeah. create matter and destroy matter. Well, not destroy matter, but manipulate. Yeah, but matter. he's not omnipotent, so he can't know. He doesn't know everything. He can see into the future because he he can bend time with gravity and stuff. Um, but he doesn't know everything. He doesn't know what people are thinking. Um, so he did that movie, and I, I thought it was good. And then he did Man of Steel. And Watchmen and 300 both had good reviews. It's just a lot of the fans didn't really like Watchmen because of how dark it was. But Man of Steel was split. I mean, it was, I it, was like, it was good. Like, it had a good rating. But it wasn't, like, really good. It was just, like, average rating. I liked it. I really liked it. I liked yeah, it. I did, too. They, I, mean, they, I didn't like the ending. I didn't like him killing Zod. I thought that was dumb. Yeah. That was my problem. My only problem is that he killed somebody. I mean, yeah. Dad even pointed. If someone like Dad can notice an inconsistency like that, then you know it's got to be big. And when he killed General Zod, I was like, "Wow, that's totally a break from Superman's entire story. He never yeah. kills anybody." Anyway, I, I like that they picked Kevin Costner as his dad. Yeah. Um, Henry Cavill as Superman was great. I mean, yeah. You know, it, it kind of bums me out that all these uh, non-Americans are getting these traditionally American characters. And you know, it just goes to show the the lack of of talent that we have in our our acting pool right now. But you know, Henry Cavill being Superman was was just great. I mean, the dude just works out all the fucking time, and he's playing The Witcher, and he's been posting like videos and and pictures of his 
of his uh, workout progress. And the dude is is huge. He's 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 jacked. I mean, he, he could be the next Conan Barbarian if he wanted to be. I mean, he's just big. Anyway, and so him being Superman and then wearing the suit, he looked like the freaking comic book character. L- a little too like- much of a pretty boy to be Conan. Well, you get what I'm saying. Like the physique is there. Yeah. I mean, he's he's enormous. He's a big son of a bitch. Excuse me. Jason Momoa played Conan. I didn't really like that one. I like the uh, the cinematography. I like the art design. It looked very Conan-ish. That looked like the Conan universe. But Kinda yeah, like the story it. the story was That's fucking good. great. They oh. overacted. Huh? It kind of looked like Willow. Reminded me of Willow. Yeah, I like I like the design, and I thought he was fine as Conan. But anytime you got um, who's that guy? It was Hellboy, Ron Perlman. Anytime yeah. he's in a movie, you risk it being a B movie. I mean, it's just it's just how it is. I hate to say that, but that's yeah. what fans involved. Great. You know, like, like he does B movies. Um, yep. So yeah, Great. and then they had uh, the guy from Avatar and Tombstone. I can't remember his name. But he played the the bad guy in that one, and he's got like a Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got a country accent, but he was playing a Conan the Barbarian villain. Uh yeah. General, uh, he had a good look. He works out a lot. Yeah, and so he was he was a good uh, pick for the you know the look, but the sound, and that's that's just something that I I pay attention to. I pay attention to the way that it's all done. You know, you think you got this big name to fill this big role and it's going to draw people to watch the movie, but then they watch it and it's like, man, it's shit. And then the reviews go in the toilet and nobody comes to see your movie. Yeah. Well, it's hard to make a good movie nowadays anyways, because you got to spend so much money developing it and marketing it. And, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'd be lucky if I get my shit together and we can do our movie. You can't even get a guest for Friday. <laughs> I could if I really wanted to. I'm just not really <laughs> fucking trying right now. <laughs> but, I mean, I could. So what what motivation would you have to do a movie? What would be what would be the thing that kicks you in the ass to get you to make it? <laughs> oh, if I had a guy that said he'll be the director, if he'll or he'll be the screen guy, he'll he'll run the camera. If somebody came out and said, "Hey man, I'll run your camera for you." Fuck it, please. Have the damn thing. I want to be away from it. I want to be away from behind that fucking camera. That's the, the thing about that is, is that as the director, you have the vision of what the scene should look like. And without being behind the camera, you don't know what it looks like. You can yeah, see it. I, I need to be seeing like from a distance, though. I can't. The problem that I have with the chalice and that's this is my I mean, we could the corn kernel and impact movies does suck to ass. Those are like fucking garbage. We can we can throw those off the table. But the chalice was my like first real attempt. That was like we're making a movie. We're gonna we're gonna make a movie, and and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And, <laughs> and it was obvious real quick. But so I need okay. So it's one or two things. Either I'm behind the camera. Either, what? Looking at the fucking camera and smiling. I could yeah. I just didn't take it seriously. <laughs> you did fine though. You did fine. I mean, there, we, you know, there's parts to cut up, and that's fine. But um, it was like Jacob said. He was like, "Yeah, your mom was there, and I hadn't seen her in like ten years." And I was like, "Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird situation to be in." But uh, with that movie though, you know, I, I was behind the camera the whole time. 
but I wasn't aware of the scene. Like I wasn't aware of what people were doing. I was only focused on the shot. Like I need to get their body in here. Hey, y'all stop laughing over there. I can hear you. <laughs> yeah. If, if I'm, if I'm doing, so it's gotta be one or two things. Either I gotta have somebody that's directing like an organizer or a director who's the cameraman, the cinematographer. So one of those two things, I can't do both. I just can't fucking do it. So, so if somebody said, Hey man, I really liked your script, which a couple of people said they liked it. Um, Lexi said she liked it. Uh, Regina said she liked it. Daniel said he liked it. So everybody seems, and Gabriel said he liked Gabriel fucking created that theme song, the one where I'm supposed to be rolling down the fucking hill. No, 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 like it's even, a great way to do that. It's with a drone. You just get a drone with a camera on it. But, but even even he liked the script, and that's he's a very creative person. So if he liked the script, then that means there's something there. So I would just need somebody to say, "Look, man, I like the script. Let me handle this part of it." And then we're gonna get Gabriel on the show, huh? You, we should get he, Gabriel on the show. He's been one. He's been on once as voice, but we had some connection issues. But uh, really? yeah. I'll try to get him on again. I'll try to get him to download Skype and get him on. Um, and I really would like to pick his brain about it, what he thinks, because that it's good to have somebody who's creative like that. Like I'm, I'm okay with putting it on paper, and I got a, I got an execution, but I really need to do a storyboard. And then once I got the storyboard done, we can work it out, and we can just avoid those problems that we had with the other one. <laughs> Fucking People nuts! Bringing their costume, not learning their line. <laughs> I mean, that Not shit was getting rehearsals. Just going into the fucking shoot, and the first take is what you get. <laughs> well, I mean, that's also one of those situations where you, you get what you fucking pay for. And I paid zero to all my actors. I didn't buy anybody dinner. I didn't fucking have a food cart out there. I don't even think we did water on the days when it was fucking hot. I think I let them swim in my pool after it was over, and that was fucking it. Well, you, you had you had like some some beer and some water at your house, and then that was it. Yeah, but we had to walk there all sweaty and tired. Yeah, and it was at the end of filming, everybody was fucking exhausted, and I couldn't. And then John, poor John, man, it was like, okay, I got to get a ton of scenes with him wearing this makeup because it was a fucking pain in the ass to put that shit on. It took out. I I filled in for him that one time, and I'm I'm like you know. So that's another thing. Well, and we're not going to do any movies we do. We're not doing makeup effects unless somebody's trying to prove themselves and they volunteer their services. We got a cousin that's good at makeup. Lexi. Oh, yeah. Who? Lexi Owen. Yeah, she's going to be in the movie. Well, I'm saying she's very talented at makeup. I've seen some of her work where she was doing uh, zombification and um, open wounds. And it was very realistic. She she knows her shit. Well, that's another thing. If I don't get, if we don't start get the ball rolling soon, she may back out of it and be like, "Hey, man, you just, I can't be sitting waiting here for months for you to get this shit rolling." But once we get it started, uh, my goal is to get it wrapped up in a weekend. We're just going to spend a few days shooting it and just get it done. Uh, it's going to be a short film. I think we're probably shooting for about, you know, less less than. Probably around 30 minutes or so. You need to do two weekends if that's what you're going to do. If you want to do it on the weekend when you have leisure time, you need to do it for two weekends because you need to have rehearsals and you need to have enough material to review and chop up and say, 
okay, they did this scene three times. I've got one, two, and three to go with. Scene two works good for this. And I'm going to match that with scene one from the next cut. And then I'm going to match that from scene three from the next cut. And then, you know, take one to, and all these other takes instead of just trying to bang it out. <laughs> no, I want to I get it done, man. I don't want to see what you're telling me right now is fucking stressful, man. I don't want to have to deal with all that fucking editing. That, <laughs> that shit. Then have somebody help you. Have somebody help you. It wouldn't be hard. It's and like, my- okay, I've got six hours of footage. You take the first three. And I'll take the last three. <laughs> I really need to take, I need to put, what I need to do is put the video editor, just hook up a smaller monitor to my computer so I can fucking see what I'm doing. Cause when I pull it up on the TV and I'm sitting there clicking, like I got to sit right in front of the damn TV to, <laughs> you know, so if I had a computer and I could like, go apart and, uh, but now my, my video software, I mean, it's good. Like it's good enough. Like, you know, I did my puppet show with it. I was able to add in little special effects on that. Um, you know, so I can I can make it work. I'm just not as familiar with it as I was with the other one. Studio 10, uh, Pinnacle 10, I was able to really work with that one. I, I kind of had that one down. This new one, it's just called Movie Maker. That one's uh, it's a little bit more challenging. It's not as user-friendly. So, Yeah. A lot of fucking work to do, man. A lot of fucking work. And uh, this no reward. Make is for what now? What are you doing this for him? Oh, the Corsicana Film Festival. And when is that going to be? Uh, in the fall. So I've got to so, get this shit filmed, and sp- I got to get the filming done uh, before May. So that means I got to get. I've got. I think well, I got the cast. I think I got everybody casted. I might be waiting here. Huh? Fall of next year? 2020. Yeah, okay. So yeah. you're going to go with the elite female role, like you said? Yeah, I think that works best because that scene with the uh, hillbillies, it, it's more believable if it's if it's women. Um, now, I could have a, a guy in there, but he need, he would have to be somebody who wouldn't stand up to bullies. That's somebody who, you know, we could. We could have a third, a third person be a male in there. It's possible. What's going to be... Well, you know what? I don't want to spoil it for people. I want them to actually watch it. So, I haven't read the script in a while. I don't remember how it goes. You mean you haven't read the script? <laughs> not, not I, I haven't say, read it in a while. Just, I haven't, I haven't read, read it in a while. I oh, did okay. read it. Oh. You, uh, you said, and I was, I was really thinking about who I could be in your, in your movie, and I thought, well, I don't, I don't know if I can be any of this. But, well, uh, I was thinking you were going to be one of the hillbillies, you and John. I, yeah, I could, well, me and John. <laughs> yeah. I, I could be, I could be one of the hillbillies, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to put John in it. I mean, you could either be, you could either be a hillbilly, hillbilly, or you can be, you can be, you got two options or three options: hillbilly, historian, or the professor. Those, those three. Oh, I guess you do a do a dry read, and you you pick. You're the director. You got a cast. So, who uh, who else have you picked to be in it? So far, we got Lexi, uh, Regina, uh, John, you, uh, Cliff said he'd help in some capacity. I can't remember which, but he said he'd join in. Uh, These are all the same people from your first movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's a new one. 
Lexi's new. Yeah, Lexi is, but she's the only one. <laughs> um, John had a uh, relative that she's trying to. She's actually trying to get into acting. Uh, she wants in on it, so she's going to get a part. Um, okay. Other than that, I think that's that's it so far. I'm sure Daniel will do something. Daniel's Him good. and John through the hillbillies, boy. That'd be funny as hell. They're sitting there pushing each other, fighting and arguing. <laughs> they, they pull up in my truck and, like, you know, Daniel's sitting there, like, just smiling the whole time. And John's wearing <laughs> <all> the-, <laughs> the thing I got to worry about, John, is him overacting. Like, it's like oh, John. That need- and his speech. His speech I need- pattern. I need him to be a redneck. Like, don't don't be John pretending to be a redneck. Just be a redneck. Because no, just be John. Just be John. That's going to be the best option for you. Just be John. And and John will make it. It's like, okay, John, how would you say this line to somebody right here? To think of it as you're saying it to Daniel. <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me read one of the lines off so we can see. You could tell me how you think John would say this. Let me pull up the script real quick. <laughs> you can, you can see. So you, if, got, you got to remember John's speech pattern because there's some words that he struggles to enunciate, and you know if you're going to try to make him a hillbilly, you're throwing in another obstacle for him. Well, j- just remember, I, I thought he was going to deliver my moving speech in the last fucking movie I did, and we all saw how well that went down. <laughs> Go back in and dub it. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe I filled in for him, man. It was so obvious. I tried my best to do his voice, dude. I tried, but I just don't have the vocal cords for it. <laughs> All right. So one of the hillbillies. What the fuck is going on here? Me and brother Justin were down by the creek checking our line. When we hear you girls screaming. Then he says, Yeah, I remember you're that girl asking questions about Crybaby Creek. Yeah, well, my family owns this land. I'm Dustin Johnson. Shit. What y'all doing with them candles? This some kind of devil worshiping? Let me, let me put you on pause. Yeah. So, my problem that I'm seeing right now is John's not angry enough to do that. Because the, the person that you got right there is a mean son of a bitch. Yeah. That's what that's the, the what I get from those lines is that character is an ass. Yeah. And John is that. So if John tries to be that, you're gonna see it. You're gonna see that he's trying to be that. So what yeah. you gotta do if you're coaching or directing for John is you gotta get him into a state of mind where he's mad and okay. he's pissed off. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and then uh, you're gonna like you know how you can tell when somebody's smiling or they're about to laugh. When John delivers those lines, you're going to hear that he's kind of got some some sort of hilarious shit going on in his brain. Well, we have to be careful, though, because it, it turn, the script turns. So at first he shows up, and he's questioning them, like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. And then, uh, so he says that line about, um, just what are you, so one of the girls says, we're just doing research for school, okay? And then the hillbilly says, Justin, you ever hear of school with devil worshiping, candles, and a Ouija board? Why'd you name him Dustin? The, the, well, it's Dustin and Justin. They're brothers. Dustin and Justin. And, um. Why'd you do that? Huh? Oh, because I'm a fucking idiot. (laughs) Anyways, the guy says, uh, 
Justin, this would be Daniel. Daniel says, might be interesting if it's a porno, Bubba. And then John would say, that's right. Y'all girls do look mighty fine. All alone out here in the woods. Got the tape rolling. And then he walks over to the girl and starts like, you know, fucking with her. And he's like, come on, girly. Man, a girl like you, bet I could go all night. And then uh, he do, he makes his move. And then one of the chicks pulls out a fucking gun to his head and then uh, threatens him, tells him to back the fuck off. And he says, uh, shit, y'all are fucking wild. All right, all right, we're leaving. Damn. I would say just holler if you end up seeing some ghost or shit. But with this dyke bitch, I'll just say y'all better stay the fuck off my property and put those damn candles out. That's a fire hazard. Dirty ass car. And he gets in the car and fucking drives off. The car is dirty because they put fucking baby powder on there to get the handprints. So he makes an insult about their car in anger because he didn't get what he wanted. And he yeah. leaves. So. I don't, know if can, I don't know if John could carry it. I don't know if he could. He might be better left playing Justin. And then you could take on Dustin. But then y'all ain't brothers. You, you're cousins or something. Well, then. so... Um, you know, if you put me and you in this movie, they're gonna, there are people are automatically gonna be like, hey, they look fucking just alike. <laughs> so you, you well, can't do that. <laughs> I could, I, I think I could do Justin. I think I could handle that one. But you would have to do, um, you'd have to do most of the talking because I'm, I'm bad at that kind of shit. I'll fucking ruin it. You think I, so? Yeah, I, I just don't know. I mean, it's it's your line and your character. If I think, if I think anything, you would know how to deliver those lines. Yeah, well, I thought that with the fucking ogre, and like when I would get up there, I couldn't think of what oh. the fuck I was supposed to say. Yeah. And I thought I was a fucking retard. Like he fucking he, didn't, he well, spoke it broken was, English. It was a lot of work for you to memorize those lines and try to act it out, especially when you don't know how a fucking ogre even well, acts. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this scene is supposed to build up tension. We're wanting yeah. to build. We're wanting to make it awkward. We'll make it be like uneasy, where you're just like, I don't like well, this here, and I don't like what they're saying. What I'm feeling is a little more cringe, and maybe maybe if you added some like some stare downs, and yeah. not like where the camera's looking at your face and then looking at that face and then back and forth, not that shit, where they're right. just like looking at each other and they're licking their lips, and the girls are like looking at each other and like what the fuck, and yeah. then yeah, somebody makes a move, is like back the fuck up. Anyway, um, so aside from all that, if you wanted to be my cousin in the in the movie, that could actually work. And then I play the one that gets all, you know, mean and angry. Yeah, I, can, I, reckon, I reckon I could do that. Um, so if we did that, though, then I got to have John do something else. You can have him do something else. He'd have to be the... Uh, on him anyway? <laughs> he'd have to be the professor or something. No. <laughs> well, like I told you, I got three. I got hillbilly. <laughs> I got two hillbillies. I got a professor. I got a historian. Oh, there's a there's a family guy. There's a guy who his family's part of the legend. Like his 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 dad owned the property or some bullshit like that, or he's a descendant of this chick or some shit like that. So it's possible. So there, we could branch that out a little bit. Yeah, just be you. You have to one. You have to allow your actors to make choices in the scenes that they're in, but you also have to be willing to uh, experiment and manipulate the scenery to, to match your expectation because you don't know what you're going to get until the actors get out there and start trying to do things. And, um, 
once you once you get out there and start filming, you'll you'll see what I'm saying. But uh, yeah. you, well, I guess that's that's all I got for now, at least. I wonder if they do, do they they still sell Ouija boards at the game store, right? Like at Walmart and shit. They still sell. Look up on Amazon. You got Amazon Prime. Yeah, I have to get one. That's another thing. Props, fucking baby powder, yeah. car, Ouija yeah. board, candles, gun. You know. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. What's that about? You got to wrap it up? You got to go? No, no. Um, my girlfriend's talking about a friend of hers that's having some drama down in Houston. What's going on in H-Town? Uh, her friend of hers is... Um, she's a drama queen. There you go. She's got too much money and doesn't know what to do with it. Well, she does know what to do with it. She spends it. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> So I'm interested to see, you know, I've always wanted to do a comedy and um, if we could ever get something like that going, John and Daniel would be the greatest addition to something like that. <laughs> Just Daniel picking up a stick in the woods, hitting John with it. Smack, smack, smack. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to think about what, what, well, if we did a comedy, we have to figure out what is our objective? What are we trying to do? You know, what's the story we want to tell? Um, yeah, sure. Because, I mean, well, I mean, most comedies don't really have a story. Um, I mean, they don't, don't have an objective. Anchorman didn't have an objective, but it was funny as fuck. Anchorman, the premise behind that was making fun of news anchors back in the 70s. Well, you got a point there. How, how corny everything was. Yeah, That's, yeah. That was the objective behind it, that. Kyle Degan Nights was about a race car driver. The Big Lebowski, which that's more in line with something we could actually do, was just about a bunch on this crazy ass adventure. I mean, that's more in well, line with what Friday's we're kind of like that. Friday's not really yeah. about anything. <laughs> yeah, it's just a one day. It's it's somebody's adventure throughout a day. Now that is something, you, and you just introduce weird characters. Now we yep. could do that. Don Daniel would be fantastic for that. I don't I don't think we have a problem with doing that. What we have a problem with is setting up the story because. I wouldn't want to be a Friday ripoff. I want to. I wouldn't want to be like White Friday, where we're fucking. We not as fun. <laughs> Going to the Target store to buy some bullshit. <laughs> no. um, so that wouldn't work. We would just have to have. What are we trying to do? Um, you know, and we'd have to work that out. But I, I don't know. I haven't really thought of a script for a comedy. I haven't really thought what what would be funny. I'd, there was a time where I was throwing around like we have like a house party, but we're too old for that now. So we've already missed that fucking window. Um, Don't look too old. Your hair's not great. Yeah, but when you think of a party movies, it's not grown men with kids. It's usually, you know, college age. Yeah, I look college age because I'm so short. No, you look like <laughs> you're in your thirties. You're you're the only you're the only person that thinks I look my age. Everybody else says, "Yo, you look like you're 25. 25 is college age. No, I think that's people who aren't around twenty five year olds very much. They're just not around me very much. Yeah, <laughs> me too. So 
I don't know, man. I don't know what we could do. I mean, we could do like a crappy real life superhero. That that hasn't really been done like at a comedy level. Like somebody tries to be like you try to be a superhero and you get your fucking ass kicked or something. Kick ass. That wasn't a comedy though. But it was funny. Some of it was. But it was well they weren't trying to be wasn't funny when uh they fucking killed uh home dude, Nicholas Cage. Batman. <laughs> yeah, that shit wasn't funny. Burn uh, his ass alive. You know, so I mean it that one's kind of a but yeah, I mean it has been done, so it's, it wouldn't be original. We could try like that, uh, and again, this, I'm just pulling from other ideas. Like being a pro wrestler, like I'm ready to rumble. You know that guy who wanted to bring he didn't want to be a pro wrestler. He wanted to bring the king back into wrestling. But we could say like somebody's got ambitions to be a wrestler, but then we'd have to rent out a ring and go up to the mat and all that bullshit. Unless we did backyard wrestling, and we were like, this is the backyard. That's what we. That's what we could fucking do, man. We could just uh, Josh. They used to actually have a backyard wrestling league. And so we did could, I. We could Me set up. We could set up like we were this bullshit local backyard wrestling thing. It's unofficial as fuck, and like we make it seem like it's a real deal. And so we have like fucking characters like John and Daniel be a fucking tag team. And, the Dudley Brothers. And they walk it like like go into a backyard, and you know we got like some tables set up or some bullshit like that, and. <laughs> It's fucking chaos. The pims. The pims. Oh, God, those pims. They're so awful and vile and stinky. <laughs> well, that's what I would need. I would need two good announcers where you put the, you have the camera following the wrestlers around, but then you have two announcers that after the movie is shot can provide the voiceover work. Can, so Zach can... Emmon, when we were kids, was really serious about wrestling. And he came up with a backyard wrestling league for, for our age. He had me... David Lasseter, Brandon Cullen, we signed a fucking contract. And Aaron Emerson. Aaron Emerson signed that bitch, too. And he posted up pictures of that shit on Facebook. And it's that's been over 20-something years ago, dude, and he kept that shit. Anyway, so if you're if you're thinking about this track going along this path here, yeah, I know two guys off the top of my head that have actually done amateur wrestling and have been, you know, recurring uh, wrestlers at various amateur leagues in Texas, Brandon Cullen and Jamonte Gentry. Now, Jamonte is about 150 pounds, so he kept getting hurt. And he was like, I don't want to do that no more. So I don't know how willing he would be in getting back in that. But Brandon Cullen would be a shoe in. He'd be the guy to go to. Well, here's, here's the other caveat. Uh, you know, most of our people aren't going to really know what the fuck they're doing. So That's why you need experts, Brandon Cullen, Jamonte Gentry, they'll tell you all about it. Essentially, the movie ends up being a stunt movie, like it's just stunts. Um, but we, <laughs> we can, ah, so what we do is we focus on a guy who's trying to get into the business. Like he wants to be a pro wrestler, and he's going to join the backyard wrestling league because that's his chance <laughs> to get in. And so he's got to come up with a character, and he's got to you know do all this shit. And they first <laughs> they make him like he's a little bitch boy. They're like, hey man. Uh, you know, go wash my underwear or some nasty shit like that. And they throw, like, dirty underwear in his fucking face. Not and he's like, but I wanted to be, like, angry all the time. Where it's like, son of a bitch. But, like, nobody takes him seriously. <laughs> Mr. Fury. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, he's angry all the time. And, but he still has dreams to be a wrestler. <laughs> Until his face turned red. 
Oh man, and how funny would it be to have like he's in the ring for his first match and he's like in the corner getting ready, like well he's in the backyard and he's like getting ready and all of a sudden fucking Michael Pimentel walks in and the fucking like loud like Gabriel makes some loud beat music playing and shit and like and like Mike comes out of nowhere with a fucking steel chair and just bashes him right over the fucking head. Bam. You know, it's fucking they're laughing at him, walks off. It's one of those fluorescent light bulbs that smashes it over his back. That can be very fucking dangerous. I want you to know that. Well, you know, we may have to get your your buds if they're interested. I know people too in pro wrestling to give them to give us some pointers. And uh, and Josh, my friend Josh, he he ran a backyard wrestling league. Get him in on it to see how to make it work. Red was into backyard wrestling. He's one of the most non-aggressive people I know. I didn't expect that from him. I got I got video of him actually doing it. It's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> The reason why it's called red, I mean, that fucker lights up red. I mean, he's just fucking red. And he's like, the whole time he's grappling. Like, he's just, ah, uh, like grappling a guy. It was and, funny uh, seeing him be the magician. <laughs> well, that could be his wrestling character. That could be his wrestling character. He comes out like a fucking top hat and shit. And... <laughs> One of those wizard hats and robe. Now, the problem with Backyard Wrestling League, if we do it, is going to be extras. That's where we're going to have the fucking problem. Is getting people to. Well, Bill Bill Hader had that girl play his sister. She just had like three or four lines. Well, we could probably get. Could probably you know, I could probably solve some of that with having like our nephews there. They could probably play fill some of that. But we would need like a. Brittany crack. wouldn't want Logan in that at all. Bernie would be like, "Nope, you ain't having him in that." <laughs> well, the problem with the kids is they're going to want to get involved in the fucking matches and they're going to sit down and shit. Yeah, and it's like. We gotta sit in this chicken. Kid off of you. Get off me. <laughs> well, Although could, that could actually be kind of funny. You got like ten kids running up on the stage, and these guys, these grown men, gotta push them all off of each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ah, like, stop, get off me. <laughs> everything erupts in the fucking chaos. And then like <laughs> it could be like a scene like where it's getting ready to be like a title match, but the neighbors get pissed, and so they call in the fucking cops and like somebody in a hey, police. What do you guys got going on over here? <laughs> yeah, what the hell is this shit? Yeah, and, uh, you ain't got no permit, and there's no waivers. Yeah, you're, we're shutting you down. <laughs> kind of yeah. like when the cop showed up at the movie theater and Rod had tossed the projector out and it landed in that dude's car. <laughs> he had to give all the money away that he raised. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to have like a – like we'll go – when they're going into the backyard, there's got to be like a big fucker sitting at the gate, like taking the money and shit. And just like, you know. <laughs> Actually, that's probably a better role for Michael. He'd probably just be the gate man, you know. Just taking the money. Yeah, they try talking to him. He doesn't say anything because he can't fucking hear. He just looks yeah. at him. Right. They walk in. The perfect doorman. It's like. <laughs> Stop. Uh, money. Okay. Like, you'll, go in. <laughs> you'll come in and tell him all the bullshit you want to tell him. He can't hear a fucking thing. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. It just lets you go in. Everybody's like, yeah, what's his problem? Oh, he's deaf. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could get, we could do, uh, we could do backyard wrestling, no problem. We could do it. Like I said, we just need the bodies for extras. Uh, go to Kearns, you'll find plenty of them that are willing to do it for free. <laughs> uh, the Harrison boys would do it. The twins, yep. Well, I got to get somebody's back. Well, the good thing if we did it out in Kearns, wouldn't have to worry about the neighbors calling the shit in. Like I could do it in my backyard. The neighbors would call it in. Uh, I think you know, John, down the street from the house we grew up in, and ain't nobody gonna fucking care. <laughs> uh, uh. 
Yeah. Well, we'll work on it. We'll, we'll get something. We'll get something going. I, I gotta. I gotta pick one project though. We either do Backyard Wrestling League or we do Crybaby Creek. We can't well, do Cry Baby, We already got people for Crybaby Creek. I was just thinking of a comedy sketch that would be really funny further down the road. I well, think why the. Hmm? Why don't you come up with some plot lines for the Backyard Wrestling League? Why don't you come up with an idea? <laughs> Put something on paper. Because well, I'm, I'm working on a script for StarCraft. Look, I, <laughs> look I'm going to tell you. I know that's not going to be a reality with me in it, but if if I pitch it to to Blizzard and they want it, I could sell it to them. People sell scripts all the time, and then you know, a few hundred bucks, fuck it, I'll give it to them to make my movie. Let's focus on the shit that we're actually working on now. <laughs> that is the shit I'm working on now. That in the apothecary novel, <laughs> backyard wrestling league. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta you gotta crawl before you can run. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to get in the fucking Ferrari. You're not even trying to run. You're trying to fucking win the damn Indy <laughs> 500. Yeah, right. Well, if it's if the script's good, which I think, if you wanted to do a StarCraft movie, you would have to kind of do like Aliens, the the sequel, right? But without the the cheese, without cheesing it up, you know, fucking Bill Paxton, game over, man. You got to do. I uh, it works though because StarCraft is kind of cheesy. Yeah, but what you got to do is with with the goal that I was thinking of is you know kind of taking some pregame and then some early game scenes where they first discover the Zerg. Then you want the tension there because now, if you wanted to, if you were going to write a Warhammer script, you could do that. But if you're doing a Scar Starcraft script, you got to have humor in there too. You think I'm more be, like Sydney, huh? Starcraft can't be all badassery. It's got to be some funny shit that happens. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess for my my vision would be, um, you know, some some snarkiness, some some cheesy jokes, but for the most part, you know, they're 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 in a political crunch because before before James Rayner became Marshall Rayner, he was kind of a criminal, and so he's trying to straighten his life out, and so he's got to deal with that drama, and then he's dealing with local politics and authority. And then they find the Zerg, and then they got to fight the Zerg, and then you know, next thing you know, he's meeting Sarah Kerrigan, and that would be for me. That would be the sequel. That's where you move into the next movie when Arcturus Minx shows up, and they got to be saved and all that trash. Anyway, but that's where you could really build the suspense because the Zerg are ambush aliens. They're ambush creatures. They hide in the ground and pop up, and so you can have these scenes where they're like going through different facilities and they're crawling out of the the the. The shadows or whatever the fuck. I like that video that they have where they're on the space vessel and they're trying to blow it up. And then all these Zerg just come out of nowhere and kill everybody. We're all dead. Blow it. Blow it. That's that's and my idea. That's your opening scene right there. That's how you open it. Well, I was thinking if I had an opening scene, it would be the trench war where the Marines down in there fighting Zerg and a battleship's flying overhead. Yeah. But yeah the that, that was the intro to the video game. You're just yeah. doing the same thing that's been done. Well, yeah. And so that's that's kind of what I would do is I would follow the the game lore because that's the more popular. Well, Nobody cares about Warcraft. It didn't Warcraft didn't do too well in the United States. Yeah. Well, I didn't like the way that they did it at all. But that's how what that's how it played out in the story. No, not exactly. Yeah. No, that's how it happened. No, not exactly. The only thing they changed was changing the orcs. Skin color. 
No, not exactly. There's quite a few things that were different. No, it's pretty much the same story. Like when the humans first showed up, they were getting their asses kicked, and they showed up in armor and on horses, and they were actually able to win a, a battle. this shit up so um yeah i got some crazy ideas for backyard wrestling league but we just have to get it figured out what we wanted to do yeah that would be fun um i think just because you you have so many friends that have all this knowledge you would want to get somebody like zach inman and i i know you may not want him in on this but just his knowledge and his exposure to the 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 genre would be very, very good to have on hand. He's he's watched it just as much, if not more, than you have. I mean, he, when he was a kid, he had wrestling belts and toys and all kinds of stuff, and it was all WWF and NCW and uh, WCW and all that trash. ECW. Who's behind uh, you? Here's the thing with Zach, though. I don't know if he's uh, focused. I don't know how well he'll fit in with the group. Most of the people are, are going to be pro-social individuals that are doing well in life. You don't think he's doing well in life? <laughs> I saw him at Thomas's funeral. And the answer How long ago was that? <laughs> like two years ago. Yeah, well, you never know what's happened in two years. He, he and Mom got along pretty well. <laughs> I got a pretty good idea what's happened in two years. Nothing. So, and then... And then the the downside to that is and that's another thing is it's finding the, the perfect backyard to do it. Yeah, that's another problem. Are you gonna use a fucking trampoline? <laughs> well that's how Josh did his, but I don't think I don't Grown know if that works. Running around on a trampoline is not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I think what we have to do is uh I mean, I guess we gotta build some type of arena, right? Some type of rink. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. How do they, but they don't do backyard fighting. They don't use a really fucking throw down in the backyard. Uh, no, it's usually, so there's a, a channel I follow called Street Beefs, but they, um, they do MMA, boxing, kickboxing, wrestling. They do all that. And, uh, it's just a dirt ground with wood, uh, privacy fence around it. And then yeah. the, they do the, the boxing ring. It's a small ass ring in somebody's backyard. You can see a road down the street where cars are driving by. You road down the street, a road out in the distance where cars are driving. And <laughs> I guess well, they just have a permit to fight or whatever. I don't know. And that's another problem is how many of my friends are willing to get dirty? You know, how many of them are willing to, to get down in the dirt and fucking, you know, do all that shit? Well, I would I would suggest that you don't do it on the fucking ground because somebody's gonna break a bone. <laughs> Get like yeah. a tire pit or a rubber mat or some shit. Yeah, get like some gym mats or something. We I don't are. know how expensive those are. So, I mean, again, we also have to keep budget in perspective. <laughs> and that's another thing. We're not going to have money for costumes. Like, we're not going to be able to do anything. Everybody supplies their own costume. Yeah, you got to create your... That could be part of the hook is you got to create your own wrestling Care. character. Like, we'll have yeah, the storyline. Yeah. We'll have the storyline and we'll know, like, who we're focusing on. But you have to create your own team yep. or your own person. And we'll showcase all these amateurs that want to join the, you know, the other amateurs and actual wrestling. And, you know, you got all these folks that want to do it. And so they make their debut 
beating the fuck out of our movie star. <laughs> He's getting beat match after match. <laughs> yeah, that's what they, that's how the movie that's how it would start. Uh, you know, somebody would be like, you know, you know, hey man, backyard wrestling, we're doing really good. We're opening up an open casting call. If you want to join the team at Backyard Wrestling, come on down. And so then, like, this guy shows up, and he's like, I want to join. And they're like, man, you're too small. And he's like, fuck you, I want to join. And they're like, all right, dude, shit, calm down. Like, you know, just fucking make it so over the top. And he just gets so prone to anger. Like, I want him to be, like, the fucking angriest guy <laughs> in the world. I want him just, that's not right. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you know? This sucks. You're cheating. You're doing the same move over and over again. <laughs> like, the fans end up fucking hating his ass. Like, he's supposed to be the underdog. You know, we try to push him as being a bitch. <laughs> you know, they're like, man, just shut his ass up, you know? <laughs> I, see, I see what you're doing here. People throw um, a fucking tomato right in his face, like a big old... <laughs> <laughs> That would that would be funny. As shit. You slow mo it too, so as soon as it hits them, <laughs> yeah. get like one of those cream pies and just throw the fucking pie. Oh, okay, yeah. One of the wrestlers is actually a clown, and when he beats him, he puts a pie in his face. <laughs> Who's laughing now, fool? <laughs> That's his finisher. Like when he gets you on the ground, you're like, oh. <laughs> As soon as you look up, bam, right in the fucking face. And then, yeah, and not only does he does it, he clotheslines your bitch ass too when he does it. Bam, splat. <laughs> it's like a twofer. He clotheslines you and then smashes you in the face with a pie. Again, this comes back to, you know, how physical can the boys get? We, get, we don't want to hurt each other, but we also want to make it look, and it doesn't have to look super realistic. I mean, you know, fucking wrestling. Well, there's, there's stage combat that you can practice and you just got to rehearse. I mean, when it comes to this kind of shit, you got to rehearse this stuff. So, I mean, there's a scene where in Marvel Avengers, the first Avengers movie, where uh, Loki, Tom Hiddleston, has got that huge helmet with horns on it. And no matter how many times they did the camera angle and Thor punches him, it just doesn't look believable. And so Tom said, you know, he's just going to have to hit me. <laughs> so he just hit him. And he didn't pull it back either. He decked his ass. <laughs> So you gotta you gotta practice this shit is what I'm saying. Well, thankfully I know I know some people that do uh, that train with martial arts. So I know some people that probably would be down. Like I could get Brandon, my buddy Brandon. I'm pretty sure I could make him like a uh, huh? Is he bald headed? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I could make him like the main bad guy, the main heel, and I think Did he would be fine with it. Huh? Didn't you try having him in a movie before? Yeah, he played General Agtar in The Chalice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did pretty good. Um, yeah, and I think our cousin Brandon Hargrave, he said he did a little rolling around too. So we could probably get him in there. You need to get him on the show. He said he would do it. I'm planning on going to watch The Joker with him this weekend. Well, tell him about your podcast. You ain't got to tell him the name of it. Cause he, that's gonna tell him he's not gonna want to do it. But you can at least tell him it's like, hey, I got this podcast I do on Skype. All you gotta do is, you know, what's wrong with the name? You know what's wrong with it. <laughs> the podcast has been around for a year almost. We've made about ten dollars, and you're saying the name's not good enough. I'm not going over this again. 
anyway, where are y'all going to go watch it at? I don't know. Yeah. Got to plan it. Yeah, yeah. Actually do something about it this time. Um, will you uh, do any more work on your book? I really want to finish The Apothecary. I really want to finish that one. No, because I got it. What I'm doing instead is I want to get an audio book of the first volume, the first uh, three chap, the first three uh, stories of Alistar. That way I can correct any of the editing issues and I can finally put out a legitimate finished copy. <laughs> all the bullshit. Because I know you changed some fucking shit in there. Like I had to go back in the scene in the battle where the dwarf Karen. Her eye gets popped out. Like you took all that out. And I was like, I want the fucking eye popped out. And you're like, it's too, it's too violent, it's too gruesome. I'm like, I want it to be violent and gruesome. I want the eye dangling. That's kind of the whole fucking point. And I knew you you originally had that somewhere, so I sent it back to you. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's in the final I know it's in the final product because I went back in and fucking made sure it was in the fucking the one that I uploaded to Amazon. That shit's in there. Um so but, is some other stuff that I added. <laughs> but hey, if we can get if we can get these next two movies made, you know, Amazon they'll they'll let you put your movie up on Amazon. There's some shit movies up on Amazon right now. They'll do it. They'll put your movie up there because they 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 there is a market for bad indie movies. <laughs> and, I like uh, how you're being upfront about that. <laughs> there's, one guy, there's this one Asian dude in San Francisco. And me and Sarah have watched three of his movies, and they're all pieces of shit. But they're so fucking bizarre, and they're so bad. But Amazon puts them up there. I, see, that's just not the market I'm in, man. I, I don't like watching really horribly done. I'm like, I'm not like Mystery Science Theater, where they want to sit there and look at bad movies and talk about them. That's hard for me to do. When I watch a movie, I want to be entertained. I want to watch it. I want to see how well they do. Uh, I want to see how they put the story together. You know, maybe. Maybe see some um, some dramatic moments or some really good jokes or maybe some badass artistry. You know, that's the whole purpose of me watching a show. And so when these bad, horrible, awful movies come out, I can't watch them. I just don't have the patience. <laughs> there is there is an entertainment value in something being so terrible. It winds up being funny because it's like, how could you think that was a good idea? How could you think that would work? The, so the room with that one jackass, I forget his fucking name, Tommy, whatever. Uh, I mean, that, that was just a rare occasion. That doesn't happen every year or even every five years. Sometimes movies just suck. <laughs> well, Sharknado, that one ended up being a fucking multi-million dollar thing. And they made, you know, five or six of those damn things. But then every movie like uh, Tropic Thunder made fun of that when – their lead actor, Ben Stiller. Excuse me. What was it? That volcano movie? Yeah. It's like something five, number six or seven. Or yeah, something. They had like seven iterations of that. Iterations of that. Yeah, it was dumb. <laughs> this time, it's over. Or For something. real. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> Anyways. So um, I've gotten into a... Uh, it wasn't a, a serious debate, but like one of my friends had posted this uh, about that that uh, Canadian guy that got in trouble for wearing blackface back in the eighties, and they're like, "Come on, man! It's just at a party. He wasn't being serious. It, it's just different times back then." 
And so people are like, that doesn't matter. It's offensive. And I'm like, well, nobody complained when Robert Downey Jr. did that shit in Tropic Thunder. Like, nobody cared. So how come he gets a pass? Well, the the whole time, the other actor that's actually black is giving him a hard time about it. I know, but it still was done. Like, the problem is the intolerance level is so high, people don't even care if it's funny. They're like, just the act of doing it is wrong. So how come he got away with it in that movie, but, you know, nobody else did? I guess because he's rich. I don't know. Or the fact that the whole movie was a farce, that it was meant to be satire the entire time. I mean, you can get you can get away with being you can get away with saying racist stuff if you're being funny. Like, uh, <laughs> no, no uh, C.K. Lewis is an example of that. And where's he at now? <laughs> if he hadn't have fucked around with some girls, he'd still have a, a big TV show, sell out tours. And what racist comments did he make? I don't remember hearing anything. I, I watched the show. What happened when he was in the museum? <laughs> and he pressed that button. <laughs> that was supposed to be an art exhibition, though. He didn't make that joke. <laughs> voice was it? So the 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 uh, the idea was is that no, he wasn't saying anything racist. It was the implication that he said something racist. <laughs> but, but whose voice? Oh, no, was, that was me. <laughs> who, whose voice was heard over the thing? It wasn't him. <laughs> that was him. It was his own oh, voice. Was it? was it his voice? <laughs> yeah. That's why I was so freaked out. I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought he was freaked out because other people heard him say, heard the, the button go off, and they were going to think that it was him. <laughs> he, had, he had a bit in his, one, of his, one of his specials where he's like, I just love saying that word. Like when I'm talking about somebody making my coffee and they do a really good job. I'm like, man, that can make the shit out of some coffee. Oh. <laughs> That's awful. That's awful. Well, I guess, you know, the more famous you are, the easier it is. I don't know. I don't even try to toe the line. I stay far away from it. <laughs> I can't believe he actually said that. Well, I, mean, I can believe it, but God. <laughs> That, that that sheds a new light on that. Yep. That's and watching um, watching some of the clips on that show, there was a scene where he was out in the water and somebody had to kind of drag him back because he was getting drug out to sea. He was directing that scene while he was in the water with the camera crew around him. I was like, dude, man, that's so much work. Golly, that's a lot of work. Yeah, he, uh, you know... Well, it is what it is. You you when you jack off in front of women, you're gonna get what's coming to you. So whatever. You did get what's coming to him. Everybody shut him down. Like we don't care if you apologize. You're jackass. Don't make any more shit. <laughs> well, that's one of those things where you've got your money, you've done well, you just back out. You know, yeah, get rid of, get rid of the yacht, sell the yacht off, move out to the country somewhere, and just raise your kids. And you'll retire. be fine. Yep, retire. Just retire. Yep. That's what Josh Hart did. Is he, Daniel ever going to come back on the show? Well, he's been sick. He's got uh, allergies issues. 
And um, they also fucked around with the schedule. Now, he's supposed to be off the next two days, so he might show up tomorrow night. He might be on tomorrow. But he's also wanting to do more of his puppet stuff. <laughs> Fucking cease and desist letter. John was pissed about that. <laughs> Fucking the the tragedy that shook up Navarro County, man. That's fucking. <laughs> so did, did Michael actually send him a cease and desist letter? No, no, that didn't get done yet. Again, I've been fucking putting shit off. I've just been slacking, man. Uh, I've, I've gathered that. <laughs> Hit and run. Get it done. Got about 50 guns. But you're not getting anything done. <laughs> you just said that. <laughs> I got a fucking kid, man. It's hard to do this shit. <laughs> he wants to go walk down the street. <laughs> Tonight I had to uh, I had to clean the bedroom because he's Sarah thinking she may have to stay in the bedroom more because she's getting further along in the pregnancy, and uh, that took a while because we had to clean up underneath the bed and everything because he's going to crawl up underneath there. And your in laws are coming back. Uh, yeah, so I had to clean up. Uh, I had to clean up their station, their area, because it was just. I was getting tired of looking at it. So. <laughs> clean how, they've been gone for how many days? Uh, about two months. They've been gone for two months. God yeah, they go, they they don't stay here all the time. They go, they come and go. I thought they were just gone for like a week, and they were coming back early. I would have been pissed. Y'all need to stay gone longer. <laughs> no, they were going to be gone until the end of October. Shit. Oh, I heard that they were having problems on the road. At least they're all right. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah. All right, boy, we're going to wrap this one up. Solid episode. Yay. High quality. Yep. Talking about stimulating topics. That's what we do at the Big Beef and Show. <laughs> Again, to all the listeners that made it this far into the podcast, thank you for sticking it out. Uh, like I said, and, and uh, Daniel agreed with me, there are some golden nuggets in the show. You just have to sift them. You have to take your little pan. Chew <laughs> on um, some tweed. <laughs> spit into a bucket. It's <laughs> gold in the show. It's gold. Solid gold in them hills. Um, Bite on it a little bit. Make sure it's real. <laughs> you got to do to get the full benefit of big beefing. Uh, Aaron Southeast Third on Anchor. Big beefing at B beefing on Twitter. Uh, Facebook <laughs> and YouTube. It's so funny. so funny. You had trouble saying that with a straight face. Saying what with straight face? You're over there fucking laughing. <laughs> Man, whatever. Good night. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, man.